College continues to be something that many individuals are looking to complete in their lifetime. The thing about it is very few are aware that they don't need these so-called student loans to go to school. Going into debt to attend college is never a good idea. And if I can be honest, it's truly not exactly necessary. Today, you're going to learn five ways that someone can go to college completely debt-free. That's right, an associate's, and a bachelor's, or even a master's, and no debt that needs to be paid over the next 10 plus years of your life. So stick around. These next five ways are going to change your life. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what's going on? Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful, uh, what is it? Uh, it's NFL kickoff Sunday. Hope everyone's enjoying that. Uh, if you're a football fan, I don't know. You might not even be a football fan. Who, who knows? Um, but what you are a fan of is the Financial Mirror, and that's why you're here. That's why you're here to watch the Stress-Free College Saving Series. Uh, and I hope everyone got a chance to watch the first episode. Um, if you didn't, go back and look at it. It's all about 529 savings plans and how you can utilize those starting now. It doesn't matter if you're just now starting uh, prepping for school or if you're a parent and your child is a senior in high school. There's, there's still ways that you can uh, attack that. So, so go back and look at that if you have a chance. Uh, but if you're like many others in the world, going to college is something that is discussed at some point in your life, right? Uh, it could be a high school counselor is going to talk about it. It's going to be your parents going to tell you, oh, you need to go to college. Uh, your friends are going to discuss all these amazing and wonderful colleges that they're going to. And all of that sounds absolutely amazing. I mean, it sounds phenomenal. Um, but you may... And, and, and you truly may see the value in college. Um, but the thing that none of these people, your parents, your counselors, your friends, nothing that anyone is talking about actually talks about cost. And cost is a big thing. When you're thinking about college, cost is absolutely one of the biggest things um, that plays a part in in how college treats you after you've completed. Um, college is expensive and it continues to go up. Uh, last week I, was, I made the uh, statistic out there that it goes up about 8% annually. So if with that increasing, it's only becoming more expensive, right? Because if you think about inflation and the average inflation being roughly 2 to 3%, uh, by cost going up, it's not just, oh, well, the value of the dollar matches it. No, it really doesn't. So, so it's going up. Uh, tremendously versus the value of the dollar. And that's leading to 69% of students that are taking out student loans for college. Um, and to further elaborate on that, seven, I found this statistic and it's very, very uh, eye-catching, but out of the 69% of the students that take out student loans for college, 74% of the students regret it, right? So three out of four wouldn't do it again. They wouldn't do it again. They wouldn't, they would go back and do something else besides take out that student loan. Because I mean, if three out of four wouldn't do it, how good can it be? Well, when you're looking at restaurants on Yelp, um, you look for like four or five star restaurants, right? Like that's what you want. You want great reviews. You want great reviews on Amazon products. You want great reviews on things. Um, 
well, let me tell you, there's not great reviews on, on, on student loans that it, this, this equivalency is like a one-star restaurant on Yelp. You know, most wouldn't go back. And if you look on the screen, if you're watching this live, you can see the Karen writing a bad review starter pack. I found this picture. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but one of them says, I asked for lemon slices, not lemon pieces. I got pieces. I, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious, but, uh, maybe that's just me. But, uh, anyways, you, you don't want to go back to a one star restaurant, right? And, and if you look statistically at how these things shake out, you have a majority of these people, three out of four are not, are not wanting to retake out student loans. And that's a big thing, right? Like that's a big thing. So, uh, these are costs for, uh, each year. I just wanted to throw them up on the screen. Um, public universities, four-year, uh, $9,687 if uh, in-state, in that is. Four-year public university, um, out-of-state for four years, $21,000. Private four years, $35,000. So you can see this is a major piece that needs to be addressed. These are huge costs, uh, and they need to be addressed before you decide to jump right into college. And lucky for you, I'm going to give you five ways today to go to college debt-free and not fall into that 69% that are uh, going to take out student loans. So let's jump in. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. And when you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So number one is you need to apply for your federal and state aid. So um, you've this is definitely thrown around by high school counselors. It's definitely thrown around by, uh, you know, pretty much the whole world or, or not the world, but the nation, uh, throws around this FAFSA, do the FAFSA. Um, and if you're unsure what it is, I can sum it up and I can, by pretty much just reading out what the acronym stands for is it's literally free application for federal student aid. And simply put, you apply to receive federal assistance for school. If you qualify, it's based off financial need, right? So it comes in technically two parts. It first covers federal grants, which come in, there's multiple types of grants. Federal Pell Grants is probably the most common that you see, but there's also some federal supplemental educational opportunity grants, some Iraq and Afghanistan service grants, and some, uh, it's called TEACH, the TEACH uh, Education Assistance for College and Higher Education Grants. And that's just a couple that are out there. Um, I'm not going to go into detail on each of those, but all of these are federal grants. So that's, you're going to apply for it. You're going to receive it based on financial need and grants you don't pay back. So this is literally free money to go to school. Um, very important. All you do is fill out the FAFSA. Uh, once you're done at filling out the FAFSA, 
you will receive a qualification of some capacity. And if you receive a grant, that's absolutely step one into being able to go to college debt free. So knock that out. Knock out the FAFSA early. You have to do it annually. It's done every single year. Um, so apply. If you don't get it one year, guess what? Apply the next year because you might just get it that year. The other thing you can qualify for on the FAFSA is work study. Uh, what that provides is a part-time employment, and that's for while you're enrolled in school. Uh, it's available to undergrad, graduate, and professional study students. Uh, so full or part-time students both qualify, and they, it's pretty much the FAFSA sets the number of work hours that you're allowed for federal work study uh, to be awarded to you. Uh, the other thing for this this federal and state aid, this first part, apply for federal and state aid. Uh, a state aid is a, is is literally based off each state. They have additional grants or state grants uh, at some capacity, and that goes in addition to your federal that you get. So. If you'll go look at your state, I'm not going to break down all 50 states, right? Uh, but if you'll go look at your state and just look up, you know, your state's aids that are out there, some only require the FAFSA and they will award you based off of the FAFSA. Uh, and some other states require necessary uh, applications. So check with your current state that you reside in and see what is required for you or your student to qualify for state aid as well. So that's number one. Apply for this. This is an easy one. You do it every year. Go in, fill out your FAFSA, jump onto um, the the website, fill it out, all digital, do all your signatures, do all that kind of fun stuff, and then just wait, just wait it out and see. But you can start this uh, your senior year in, in high school. You can go ahead and get started on it because you know you'll be going to college that year uh, if you're going to go right after high school, and then every year after. And like I said, if you don't qualify for it the first time, continue to apply. Um, it, I will say this as well. If you do branch out on your own and your parents stop claiming you as a, as a, uh, dependent on their taxes and you start being an, a, uh, an individual filing your own income tax, um, your income will not be as high as, as, as your parents. So you'll start to qualify based off of your income. So that's something to throw out there. Um, not, not pushing either way, but it is, that is an option. So number two, number two is the best because it's choose an affordable school. And I want you to know this is an important aspect because so many people have this like dream school. So if you're watching it live, you can see on the screen, you got the one happy, happy person on the left that they took their second college choice. And then you have the one on the right that took their top choice and they're strapped with a uh, chain and chain and ball of debt, right? So this this could be if you have a dream school that's great and i'm going to show you ways that you can get to your dream school for free as well uh and no for no student loans you know uh, go to school debt free so not go to school free i messed that one up but um i want you to know that this is important having a dream school is okay it's not terrible you this could be your parents always wanted you to go to this school and so now you feel like you know it's kind of their dream school so you just want to you know live out that dream this could be your dream school the school you always wanted um but graduating from a dream school with debt turns into a nightmare. So it's not the dream that you once imagined. Once it's all said and done, it's a total nightmare. Um, and and I'll tell you, my, my dream school was to go to Alabama and to graduate from Alabama. That was my dream. I grew up in the state of Alabama. I wanted to go to Alabama. That was my, you know, that, that's what I wanted. Um, 
and later on you'll see how I was able to go to Alabama debt free. So uh, I'm going to show you that. I'm going to walk you through, and these are all options that can help you get there. So uh, the first way is to get rid of that that idea that you just have to go to your dream school. You don't. You don't have to go to your dream school. But there are ways to get there if that is exactly all. Like that's all you want to do. Um, there's ways to get there, and you just got to. You have to work at doing it. So the other thing to do to go to choose an affordable school is to go to a community college. Um, so here's how much you can save per year for community college versus the four year prices that I mentioned earlier for public four year universities. You can save about four thousand one hundred ninety eight dollars per year for out of state four year public universities. You can save about seventeen thousand five hundred dollars a year for private schools, you can save about $16,000 a year. Um, that's just for going to a community college, whether that be a, uh, you know, a state, a state that you're already living in or, you know, another state's community college. It's just going to a community college. You can save money either way. The other great part about this is that your community college could allow you to live at home or in a in a smaller community where your cost of living might not be as high as, as you would find in uh, some of the bigger public four-year university areas um so that's that's not you don't have to make as much money to afford school right so these are affordable options like these are saving tons of money um and ultimately you want to if you if you do have to choose the last option number five when we get there going to a community college makes that way easier. Okay. So we're going to get there. Hold your horses. If you don't want to move though, let's say, or, or say if you do want to move, you do not want to live with your parents anymore. You're done. You're tired of it. Um, you can, if you don't want to move, you can go to a community college that's close to your, your four-year college. Um, and that can make that transitioning a little bit easier. So, so choose that. And then the last thing to do to choose an affordable school is to make sure that you're going to a in-state school. That this is a pretty obvious one, uh, but going to school at an out-of-state as an out-of-state student is much more expensive for the same education. Like let's let's be clear, it's the same education. If you went to a school, if you went to a school in your state versus a school out of state, it's the same education as you were going to get in your state. Uh, you're just going to pay 300% more for that same education. So weigh your options. I am going to go over one way that you can get around this if you're absolutely sold on going to a school in another state, uh, because I want to show you how you can get an in-state rate shortly. So hang with me. So number three, apply for scholarships. You've got to apply for scholarships. So Currently, there's roughly about $5 billion in available scholarships. And to be honest with you, it's totally like applying for a job. You can start on this your senior year. You can start on this while you're in school. You can continue this while you're in school. You can, if you if you take time off from school and you come back, you can do it then. Like this are, these are applying for jobs. So you have to stay persistent first off. Uh, the same way it's you, you have to keep applying because this is not like a one and done type thing. If you were applying for a job, you wouldn't apply for one job, never apply to another one. And you'd be like, yep, I'm guaranteed that job. So I'm, I'm done. I'm done here. No, you're not. And you know that. And everyone knows that. So if you haven't applied for 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred scholarships, um, 
your chances are, are, of getting one are, are, are slimmer. So if you're only applying to one job or two or three jobs, your chances of being employed are, are drastically different than the person that's applying to your left or your right uh, that's, that's applying for 30 jobs, right? And sometimes you only need one to put a dent in your out-of-pocket. So you may apply to 50 50 scholarships, and then on the 51st one, you could you could get a scholarship that's worth $5,000. This $5,000 a year could knock out so much of your college uh, expenses, right? $5,000 a year could put you through your community college two years, paid, debt-free, no debt, and you're, you knocked out your, you got an associate's, you're in the workforce, if that's where you want to stop, if you want to continue to bachelor's, uh, you're in the workforce, so you can start to make some money, and, and you know, you've, you've got, you've got some, some leadway in that. Um, so applying for scholarships is, is very, very crucial to going to school debt-free. Uh, one major component is you've got to adjust your essay. This is a major part of applying for scholarships. Um, your essay shouldn't be the same for every single scholarship because what they're asking is totally different depending on what the scholarship, uh, is sort of based on. So make each one very, very personal. This is important to get in the scholarship. Um, if you aren't winning any of the scholarships, keep adjusting how you approach your essay until that one that you need happens. Um, continue looking. There's new scholarships that are always coming out, but it's just like uh, job hunting. You've got to keep looking because new ones are going to pop up. I want you to remember this. Everyone attacks those twenty and thirty and $40,000 scholarships. Everyone attacks those scholarships. So knowing that, you have to realize those are very competitive. If you can get enough 1,000, 2,000, 4,000, 500 dollar scholarships, you can absolutely put a major, major dent in how much you have to pay out of pocket. So those smaller number, uh, those smaller value scholarships are much less competitive. So go after those. Um, you can apply for the big ones too, because if you hit a home run with one of the big ones, you got it. Like you're you're on your way to to debt-free college. So that is that is the answer to the scholarship. Adjust those essays and be persistent. That's important. Go for the small fish. Don't go for the don't go for the 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 big marlin every single time. Start with the small fish. Get you some scholarships on your belt. Figure out what they're looking for and adjust those essays. All right, number four. Should you or should you not take a gap year? So if you don't know what a gap year is, a gap year is simply put. You take a year off from college um, and and you sort of just you just join the workforce. Some people travel and all that. If I'm going to take a gap year, I want to provide value to why I'm taking off. I'm not recommending you to take a gap year to go and travel. Some people do. Um, if that travel is something that can, can add to and benefit you moving forward. If the gap year is going to be travel that may or may not lead to college. Um, it's, it's all personal choice. Uh, what I'm going to tell you is if you can take a gap year to, um, go do something that is, you know, maybe join it and maybe get a job somewhere, um, that you just start developing and you start, you know, building up your resume, you start adding some skills, you start developing some professional relationships. Uh, it can be beneficial. Statistically speaking, the national graduation average is six years, six years. But for a gap year student, it's four years. So why is this? Well, 
It has a lot to do with responsibility and maturity that you're going to get when you get into the workforce, you see the world, you make professional relationships that contribute to how you approach school. In addition to that, higher GPAs and graduation rates all follow that, that shorter time span. So you knock out school two years longer. And I want you to think about the math there. You took one year off, but you knocked out school two years faster on average. So you're still going to get out the same time or maybe a year earlier than your counterparts, right? Than all your friends. So it's, it's, it's not as bad as it sounds. I'm telling you, it's not as bad as it sounds. Most people waste away their freshman year anyways, and they, they, don't put the effort that they absolutely needed to. And that gap year can be good for you to get you away from that um, that mindset. The other thing this can do is I said I was going to tell you how to get in-state tuition. A gap year can allow that. Most schools require you um, to live somewhere for one year prior to enrollment into the school. If you went somewhere, um, maybe to a maybe maybe you you took a year and you moved to where you wanted to go to school. You got in the workforce there and you lived there for a year. Well, now when you apply to school, you're you've been a resident for a year and you can apply for in-state tuition at that school. Um, so that's an that's an option. So this will give you the one year resident residency. You can apply for the cheaper costs. You probably already have like an established job with great relationships, and you may be able to continue working there while you're starting at a community college or starting at a uh, four year university, depending on what you want. So I want to give some words of wisdom here, and and I, and this is a this is a truthful story, um, and I think it's very beneficial when talking about gap years. But when I was about I was thinking about going to college, I was a senior in high school. I was also thinking about joining the military and I, and I wanted to do that. So I talked to my, my high school principal, sat down with him. Um, and I was explaining, I was like, man, like I'm, you know, I'm going to be so far behind my peers. I'm going to, I'm going to miss this time, so forth and so on. I'm not going to be able to start school and my friends are going to start school. Um, and he told me something that I'll never forget. He said, it's not about when you start, it's about when you finish. Uh, and this is true because I look back and it was, it was one of the greatest decisions that I ever had. Right. And it put me so far ahead of all the people that I, that were around me before all my high school friends, it, it excelled me way, way beyond what they were doing. Some of them, uh, never finished college. So they went to college. They never finished. Uh, some of them, you know, absolutely got through college, um, much quicker than I did. Um, but a lot of them either didn't finish or once they got out of school, they were very much in debt and now they're, they're, they're paying for that. So I want to say that it's not about when you start, it's about when you finish and a gap year could a thousand percent be exactly what could drive you, um, to, to get to that point in your life where you can excel at college, you can get through it and put it behind you. Okay. So the last thing, number five, and this is my favorite pay your way through college. Number one is military service. So I'm going to start with that because I just told you the story. So I joined the military. Um, I got money to go to school. I paid my way through school, uh, had no debt, never, never took out any student loans, uh, never did anything like that. But also, you know, I, I gave time to uncle Sam as well. So, uh, I took this route and it works. It's not for everyone, but I always like to bring it up because this is an option. Yeah. You can, if, if, this is also an option if you currently have student loans uh, and you're in school and you just want to take a break from school, get yourself together. They have a student loan repayment program. I'm not a recruiter. I'm not here to tell you all the amazing things that the military offers. What I am here to say is 
we've got to get you financially free. And to do that, we've got to get you away from student loans. The major debt, you hear it all the time in the news and military service could be a route. Uh, you could devote a couple of years to the military and then end up being able to go to school debt free. So you'll come out of the military disciplined and ready to knock out school quickly. So it's a great thing. Uh, the other way to pay your way through college is to get an off-campus job. I know this is a busy slide with a lot of a lot of uh, businesses, uh, but this is my favorite because it's easy. You work a job to make money. You use the money to pay for school. You graduate debt-free, right? If this is a four-year school that you want to start at, start when you have the money. Maybe you can only take a class at a time. Maybe you can only maybe you take two or three classes at a time. Maybe you take have to only go a semester at a time. You have to take a semester off and then go back. What I'm saying is you work the job, you make the money, you use the money, you pay for school, and you graduate debt free. It's not about when you start, it's about when you finish. Okay? Keep that in mind. If you'll go to a community college while doing this, while you're working at an off campus job, going and get a job, you will you start when you have the money. You you could start earlier uh, with this one, obviously, because you're going to a community college. It's much cheaper. But either way, you go to school as you have the money to do it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So um, look at this as an option. It's a very good option. Now, I didn't choose these companies randomly because it's going to take me to my next point. These are very important companies and there are tons more out there just like them. Uh, but you can go find employers that have college incentives. This is not a new thing, but it's very much so um, underutilized, I think. So there are many employers out there that are providing college incentives for you to work with them. So a couple are, are these you see on the screen, UPS, Publix, Starbucks, Verizon, Home Depot, Lowe's, Chick-fil-A, um, and there's many, many more, okay? But what they do is for all of these companies that I have on the screen, for part-time employees, they offer some kind of, whether it be 2000 a year or 5000 a year, or some, you know, it could be more than five or eight or $10,000. Go look at these companies. They have college incentives that if you'll go work for them part-time, you can get money to go to school. Okay. There are many more. Getting a job with one of these can help you work, pay for school, make money to live and live debt-free. Okay, so look up other. There's a lot more. This is just a couple of the bigger name uh, companies that do offer it. So go look at it. Uh, it can it'll absolutely be worth your time, especially if you're trying to go to school debt free, because these guys will help pay for your school, give you a job, you'll make your money, you'll live your life, and you'll come out of school without any debt, which is a, an amazing thing. Okay, so it, it's so important to know that going to college debt free is one of the most important parts of attending college. Like if you're going to college just to come out with $200,000 in debt, is it really worth it? So um, it the, the the other piece of this is that it's not about what college you attend. And I want to I make this clear. Going to college debt-free is more important than what college you attend. So Applications have shifted to online. Um, these automated platforms are looking, they're scanning through resumes and they're looking for uh, keywords, they're looking for skills, certifications, et cetera, that you have on your resume. So these are, these are skills and certifications. These are not that you went to some Ivy League school. It's not saying I'm looking for people that went to Harvard. Well, what if it's somebody that went to Harvard that has nothing? Like they have nothing. All they do, all they have is they went to Harvard. And you have this other person that has all these skills, certifications, experience. P 
people are looking for that and the resume shows it. So if you can go and you can attack and you can add those things to your resume when you upload and you apply for these jobs online, um, those those automated resume scanners are finding those skills for you uh, that you're doing and you're getting you're getting accepted. So it's not about the school you, you go to. It's really not. So coming out of college in debt sets you back on average about 20 years. So this is the average time it takes to pay off student loans is 20 years. So this means you can't start wealth building until the day comes that you pay off all of your student loans. So if you're stuck in a dilemma for, you know, quite some time paying 20, you know, 20 years, your wealth building, your home buying abilities, all of those things are on pause until we can get this, this student loan debt under control. So it, I mean, it, it really does prevent you from, from truly living out the life that you actually always wanted. Um, you have no money to do any of the things you wanted because I mean, most people are paying five, 500, you know, plus or minus dollars a month for student loans. So I want you to know, going to college is great, but going to college to come out of it loaded in debt is a great way to ruin all the early years of your life. Okay. So there's, these are five ways that I went over, um, apply for those federal and state aids, choose the affordable schools, apply for the scholarships. Should you or should you not use a gap year and pay your way through college? If you'll use those five ways, pick and choose, how can they apply to your life? You can go to college debt-free and you will end up coming out of college much happier than anyone that was in that 69% that took out student loans. So just because this doesn't line up with like, like quote unquote, your dream, your dream of I'm going to go and I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to do this and don't let your dream put you in debt. That dream is not worth it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your money. And surely not worth the headache and all the stress that comes with it. So if you need assistance coming up with a plan for you or your student to get through college for free, I can be your financial coach that helps you build out that plan. Just go to thefinancialmirror.org, fill out the contact form, and I'll get connected with you. I hope that these five easy ways, and I say easy, I say easy with a with a with a grain of salt. Some of them are a little more difficult, especially giving up your dream school. I know. Um it can be difficult. So if I hope that you, if you can find a way to implement these five ways into your life or to your student's life, uh, that you can go to college and come out debt-free. So hope you walked away with a better understanding of how this is possible, how it truly is possible. And I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Um, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, share this with everyone. Everyone's in school right now. Everyone's getting started. Some students have just taken out student loans. Uh, share this with your students, with your friends, with your family, um, and get this information out there because it's very, very crucial that we start to limit the amount of students that are pulling out student debt. Uh, it's just not worth it for them. If you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five-star review and a written comment is always beneficial as that truly goes a long way in getting the information out there. Till next week, peace. Continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Have a good one. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. 